0: Beautiful. All right. We are were, we we we're gonna do have you seen the whole the clap? Three, two, one. <laughs> we were not on we were not on the same okay. three, three two, two one. That was clean. What what I love is on TikTok, have you seen there's a meme where you and your partner or your friend you close your eyes and just see if you can clap at the same time?
1: No. I've seen like the tortilla challenge.
0: I've not seen the tortilla challenge. Is that like the one chip? Oh, where you slap each other in yeah. the face with tortilla. You fill,
1: your, fill your mouth with water. Yeah, and, and you try to make each, each other laugh. Yeah, yeah. That, I've that's, seen that one, but I haven't done it yet. We were we were gonna do that, but then uh, didn't. There's also have you seen the one where you uh, blindfold a couple people and then tie a water bottle to a fan? I've not seen. And this. then you have to like duck down when you think it's coming.
0: And oh, then it's if like you don't, it's like, it's like if you swing, don't, if you don't like duck at the right time, forth. you just get
1: slapped in the face with the water bottle i've not
0: s- it's hilarious <laughs> have you tried it no but i need to so many memes so much opportunity so little time yeah i'm just gonna say because the one i've seen is like you close your eyes and try and cop at the same time jamie we were we were looking at each other i had sustained eye contact Listen,
1: as we produce syncopated i've <laughs> got a little bit of brain lag you know yeah. Just uh yeah, not the flight or anything, just uh <laughs> just a few just built just in. A, a few frames buffer. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I, I like that.
0: Well, thanks so much for coming on today. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, we're gonna play it's basically thirty-six questions to fall in love. Like they've actually done this in previous studies and previous participants actually have fallen in love. So that's why you brought me here? Well, you know, Iliana's right there <laughs> and Zach Bander's right over there. So yeah. It's Alana, but. Exactly. Think of this as we're we're, we're starting the relationship.
1: Just at the foundation.
0: Yeah. And for me, I really see this just as a framing device, an exercise for me to get to know you a little bit better as a human being. And we go and share some things about each other along the way. I think that just sounds fun. Yeah. 100% down. And I get to know you better, too. Exactly. We get to connect as human beings. Let's do it. So the way this works, there's three levels, level one, level two, level three, we're going to do a few level one questions, like settle in a little bit, right? Then we'll go into level two, and then we're going to go into level three. Does that Gold. sound good? Level three, exact. No, and down. so, I'm down. The way that the game starts, we're actually going to make sustained eye contact with the same way you know when we were trying to clap and we just totally yeah. missed, not on the same wavelength. We're going to start this by doing it again, and whoever looks away first or blinks. It's gonna get asked the first question. Does that sound good? Okay. Yeah, and you know, eye contact—it's scary, but that's that's
1: the whole point, right? It's, I feel like a lot of people, yeah. especially these, these days, actually struggle with eye contact. But I I don't find much issue with it. But I do get I do get watery eyes pretty easily, <laughs> so that I might I might end up blinking. Let's so it's see. not
0: an intimacy thing. It's just a right. I have dry eyes. Of course, thing. yeah, yeah. All right, let's do it. Three, two, one, go. I, I, I literally <laughs> blinked out of habit.
1: I, I like didn't even think about it. Can we do one more? We'll go? do. One, I will okay. say that's pretty funny. I was like, I literally just like I was like, okay, all I needed is look at him, and I forgot that I couldn't blink.
0: You really do have dry eyes. You weren't you weren't
1: kidding. Oh yeah, all right. it, it was bad. All right, three, two, one. Oh my god, they're already hurting. Okay. No, all right. No, all right I, mean, I see the first one. On God, my eyes. <laughs> well, just like, first of all, you you
0: have lovely eyes. They match your hair and your like, mustache. So there's sort of some, some like, nice like color toning going on here, mm, yeah. right? Just so syn- I, syncing it up, you know. Yeah, exactly. The genetics got me. Are you an easy person where you feel like iconic, No big deal. Or yeah, no. I I've,
1: <sighs> a, I've never really had too much problem with it. It's never been something that's been that's awkward powerful. to me or weird. I try for, to. For, yeah. I, I notice it a lot too when I'm like talking with people in conversation like some people are just prone to like dart away like a lot and i don't think there's anything wrong with that it's just i think it's like a comfortability thing or just like an awkwardness thing for some people and for me it's just never been too weird because i just don't think about it that much that's kind of beautiful it means you're comfortable with yourself how you
0: look and you're accepting of how other people look yeah i think so yeah, I grew up really shy of eye contact because I was really self conscious. Right? I'd be like, "Why would anyone want to talk with me?" So mm-hmm. like, "Oh my gosh, they're looking at me!" Like, let me. Let yeah, yeah. Me. But it's nice to. How did you get over it? Did it just you, just know, nat- naturally? Or? The first half of my life, I didn't actually stare at people's eyes. I stared at their foreheads and their noses. It's really? like, do you think they noticed? Nobody noticed. Or if they really? did, could you imagine Jimmy walking up to someone and be like, "You're, you're not looking at my eyes. You're, you're looking at my nose." Like. My eyes are, are up, up here. here. Yeah, Stop yeah. looking at the goods. <laughs> yeah. Excuse excuse you. They're 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 right up here. So never let me put oh, my stuff good. on me. That's my bad. Yeah, I yeah. Never never had an issue before um with people noticing. And then yeah, I think for the rest of my life eventually, you know, as I grew more comfortable in myself like this this is how I look. This yeah. is how you look. It's like, yeah, we can we can see each other as people, yeah. So I would love it. All right, so level one, I'm going to ask you first, since you lost the eye
1: the staring contest. I didn't realize how bad I am at staring contests. these I days. Mean, you, I do, get, I do have really uh, sensitive eyes. There was, a, there was a time when I was, uh, it was like five years ago, I was driving in my car, my AC was broken, it was yeah. a hot summer day, had to have the windows down. My eyes started watering, and when they water, they, they like hurt. It's weird, I don't know why. And it got wow. so bad that I had to pull over. Because I didn't have cold air. The hot air was just ruining my eyes. And I walked into a CVS. Eyes just completely red. Just, just looking like a Uchicho right there. Eyelid, you know? and and then I, I coming I asked out. them. I was like, do you guys? Have, I didn't have like, I don't think I had like any money on my debit card. And so I was like, <laughs> do you guys have any like sample eye drops? And they must have thought I was high as a kite. Also, I love you asking for sample drops. I mean, like you're just going to try it and then you're going to buy it. Yeah. yeah just got to know if it works, you know. Yeah. But no, I, I wanted to get to class but I like couldn't because it, my eyes were literally that you, you physically could not see? Uh, no, because they would just water up, and the more they would water, the more they would hurt, and it was like this continuous cycle. It was bad. So
0: you have sensitive senses, eyes. Do you feel like you're especially keen
1: hearing, smelling, tasting, feeling? I think my eyes are probably maybe the most keen sense that i have a really good vision and then but they're also really sensitive every time i hate waking up in the morning because my eyes always hurt i don't know i've never found an eye drop or like a a a, a, like a diet thing that has worked to like help my eyes not hurt in the morning can i really i wait wait you know
0: this isn't like
1: typical (laughs) my eyes do not hurt when i just wake up in the morning i've asked optometrists and they're like oh well you know Try to like put your phone screen away at night or whatever, and it's like, well, yeah, but I've had this issue since I was like literally like thirteen. So you you literally just wake into a life
0: of sustained pain upon entering the real world. You're you just yeah.
1: suffer. Conscious becoming conscious hurts, but it, it goes away after like. 20 minutes of being awake, but it's, it's hard to get me out of bed. Okay. One one
0: 20 minutes is very long too. This is like some anime level like Kakashi or like that guy from Jujutsu Kaisen. Like I need that. Your eyes are too powerful. I need that. You you need to like cover them. So they adjust to the real world. It is what it is. I'm so impressed right now. So actually on that topic. Okay. Here's the question for you. I'm going to ask this to you, right? So it's, what question, what, what subject do you think I thrived in at school? Did I fail any? Huh. So so I'm gonna ask this. So first first answer this for me. What subject do you think I thrived in at school? And then I'm gonna answer this for you. Got
1: it. Yeah. I think you seem like a deep person. So I wanna say that maybe you've got an appreciation for like history and learning from mistakes. I think you did well in history wow i'm so flattered i loved history
0: great and i feel like that bo burnham song hashtag deep it's like yeah i think deep thoughts but i'm i'm very well you're, you're well
1: spoken and you know with playing something like this yeah, for a podcast you, you want to get to know people you're, yes you for you me like, this is really just for me like so the am so getting deep. to know you so
0: yeah. i actually i absolutely loved history And in fact, growing up, when I went to school, I wanted to study like the liberal arts. I wanted to do like humanities, like English and psychology and history. And it's so funny because, you know, I I have Asian parents, right? And I was fortunate and privileged where they were supporting my college career and they were just like, yeah, have you studied this stuff? Like, yeah, no, (laughs) like you're, you're on your own, (laughs) Damn. but you, you captured that's, that's what I like, right? There's a saying, I think it's from Mark Twain. I might be making this up. He said, history never repeats itself, but it does rhyme right and i think for I like me that. i've never heard that i like that yeah it's in the course of trying to figure out how do i live my life let me look at the dumb mother who came before me like did they do anything wrong that i i can learn from and inevitably i ended up repeating whatever mistakes i might have learned all the biographies i've read none of it matters but i like to think that i'm learning something so yeah
1: i mean you know you see all the warning signs in life and you still like Still want to see what that path looks like. Oh yeah, the spirit of inquiry. You yeah. never know. So for, for yourself, I'm going to try and guess. Oh wait, I didn't say uh, oh, if you failed Do you any. think I failed any? Um, I want to say maybe you failed science.
0: Not that. Actually in college I did get a C- in an Intro to Computer Science course. Okay, I'm very ashamed, it was pretty awful. And uh, so, basically, what happened is the final course was, like, worth 60% of your grade. Six, dude, I hate when they do that. 60. <laughs> 60. 60. It's very weighted. And uh, honestly, I, mean, I was just super depressed. <laughs> and so, I didn't turn in my final project. As it happens. Yeah, yeah, as it happens. And so, I guess, technically, it's not, like, failing. But uh, I'd say, you know, whales rise up to sea level. That's how you need. c at degrees. That's a little C-minus.
1: was a little below. It didn't, didn't quite cut it, so better than a lot of my high school and college career. Oh yeah. Didn't go well. Oh, no. well,
0: okay. Now, okay. I'm going to I'm going to assume that for you. The subjects you enjoyed the most were I'm going to say I'm going to guess also around the humanities. Am I right? Uh humanities has to do with is like, I'm assuming art is in that yeah, category. Yeah, like basically I think if it's there's like humanities which is like English, art, and then there's like science and math.
1: Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh English and art were my favorites. Yeah. Nailed and then it. science and math. Ooh.
0: <laughs> Not my favorite. So I feel like I feel like Jimmy, the reason why we're able to like both accurately guess is like look what we're doing for a living today. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like you create content, you help others feel entertained or inspired by you on camera, bring a little bit of something into their lives, right? That's the goal. And for me, you know, I've always aspired to do that. What I do now, it's my way of being in this world. So Mm. I guess it's not a shocking surprise. Not at all. Otherwise, you know, this would be like the doctor podcast for both doctors. And It's like, hmm, like, I wonder what you liked to study growing up. So, yeah. But um, if you... In school like out of when you were younger all the books you read or all the shows you watched or the games you played any of that like really resonated with you where you just like yeah this like this helped make jimmy who i am today
1: i think a lot of like cartoons that i yeah. watched growing up especially when i was young i was like a goofball hyperactive class clown type and it was only you know fueled by the shows that i watched like ed ed Netty. Uh, code name Kids Next Door, oh Foster's gosh. Home for Imaginary Friends. You were a friends. Cartoon Network. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I liked a... Nickelodeon. Like, I love SpongeBob yeah. and everything, but I was always kind of more of a Cartoon Network I was Cartoon team Network Cartoon family. Network. Mm-hmm.
0: I really, you know, I was looking back on Kids Next Door, and it's a little sad because, like, I don't know if you remember the whole premise, but eventually you
1: grow up. Yeah. No. <laughs> I remember there were some episodes where, you know, like, as when you're a kid watching it and you get hit with that premise, like, Oh, once you hit this birthday, you're, like, kicked out of the, yeah. the the kids next door. I was like, that's rough. Like, they don't want to do that. They want to yeah. stay kids forever. Like, why can't they do that? And it's just like, damn. It's especially scary because,
0: like, not only do you have to leave the kids next door, you don't even remember. You become an enemy. Yeah. You actually become that against which you fought against previously.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's an insane concept that the writers brought in, in and I don't think... A lot of kids like really understood exactly what Too that heavy. might feel like or mean, like maybe a little bit, but it it's kinda heavy.
0: Wait, so young Jimmy, kid Jimmy, if you could look at who you are today,
1: how how do you think you would react? I think I'd be pretty stoked. Yeah, I mean, how is that? Just the fact that I get to make goofy videos that literally the goal is to yeah. make people laugh or make their day a little better, like That's always been my thing. Like even from when I was young, like first thing I wanted to do was like, oh, I want to be a teacher because some of my teachers are so cool and they help me feel like, you know, I'm gonna do so well in life. Or they, you know, I just wanted to help people. Yeah. And then I transferred from that to me doing. Oh, do I want to do something on screen? Do I want to do Mm -hmm. acting? Never really pursued that much. And then I wanted to do art. And so it was always kind of a creative outlet that I. sought after with a bit of like helping people or making people happy so everything kind of culminated and i landed i think right where i should be with what i wanted especially as a kid that
0: is one so wholesome too i just realized you actually have a spongebob SquarePants shirt so you you have successfully stayed true to your roots you mentioned part of you always wanted to bring a little bit of joy into people's lives do you like, what, what What? prompted that in you? Do you remember, like, what was the first joke you ever remember telling? You? The first time you remember being like, wow, people are
1: laughing because of something I said. That feels good. Um, I can't pinpoint anything when I was super young. I mean, I was, I would always like maybe quote shows or nice. things like that. But I remember there was this one year, I think I was, uh, I think I was in eighth grade and I went to a, a summer camp, uh, with my church yeah. and- uh, I think we, like, met up with a couple other churches there. So there was, like, basically different uh Yeah, Church groups. of Palooza. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it was this huge event. It was summer. It was all these fun yeah. games and stuff. And I, for some reason, decided, okay, for this entire trip, I'm going to wear a Pikachu hat that I bought from Anime Expo. Nice. And it's, it's not just, like, a hat like this. It was one of those ones that's, uh, like, fluffy, and it's got... Pikachu ears coming off and little straps coming down that you can strap. So it's like, like aggressively Pikachu. Very aggressively Pikachu. And I wore it the entire time. And during the entire thing, I was just, I was like kind of loud and goofy. Yeah. But like people were, as far as I could tell, pretty receptive to it. I remember somebody actually, back when Facebook was a little more popular with the yeah. younger audience. Right. Somebody made a Facebook page. They didn't know who I was, but it was like the kid who wore the Pikachu hat at church camp. They like made a page like dedicated guy. to me. Like they didn't even know who you were. They didn't no. even know your name. Just and there like, wasn't anything guy. they wanted to do with it. They were just like, Hey guys, remember this dude? Well, I made a page for him and you know, you can wow. go follow it or whatever. And uh, so I, I think that was like, Wait, Jimmy, you, you were a meme. Yeah, pretty much. That I, was the first time you were a meme. This is a big deal. I know. Right. I was, uh, yeah, I was always a little bit, uh, I wouldn't say like, attention-seeking but always kind of wanted to be in the spotlight or yeah. just like give people a laugh you know i i would do pull pranks at school all the time i'd like put my phone in the ceiling panels and then like have my friends call oh it. just <laughs> really goofy stuff like that and so i love I've always it. been in that realm i'm just still
0: struck by the concept that like they literally made a facebook group about you that that is like
1: actually just memehood right there yeah. at like such a young age it was a it was a wild time. And, you know, I back then, you know, and don't you know, I didn't even think about those things. I just did them because it was fun. Yeah, you know, it's natural. It's, it's interesting that, you know, the world has kind of evolved around like, yeah. oh, social media is now like if you're going to do it, you need to try to be successful with it. When when I was younger, it was just like I just do things to do them and yeah. whatever makes sense. And if it sticks with people, it sticks. But now it's like there's got to be a lot of uh, purpose behind almost everything, even just casually, it's, yeah. it's, it's a bit more of a rough terrain, but
0: like, how does that feel? Like, yeah, because you said before, you just did it for fun, but like yeah. now, like you do it because
1: you enjoy it. It's also like your career. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's, there's a lot to it. That's really still just genuine. Yeah. I love this, but there's also that weight of like, I okay, that. I need to do this and I, I basically need it to do decently well, and there's expectations and pressure. Uh, But at the end of the day, it's still really fun and still, you know, wake up and think like, damn, there's really nothing else I'd rather be doing. I hope I can do this for as long as possible. I got that kind of thing.
0: I remember reading, there's a study where they looked at like motivation, right? Just like, how does a human being like want to do something? And There are, like, certain passions where we're just, like, internally motivated, and there are ones where, like, externally motivated, and they found that, like, obviously, if you do what you actually want to do, that's just a recipe for happiness, but as soon as you start to introduce external motivations, sometimes that internal motivation gets affected, because it's like, hey, I was just doing this for the love of the game, and now, oh, like, there's other reasons, and, like, again, I mentioned to you, I was at the Ludwig Smash Invitational, Uh right? I grew up on Super Smash Brothers Melee. It helped me make my first friends. It was like the first thing where I was able to find kids around the neighborhood, like, let's do this together. Yeah. And part of the reason why I got good at it was because I wanted to be good enough to keep playing with people. It was very pure. and Or pure in the sense that like, I just wanted to do this so I can enjoy it and have you friends. You just wanted and from to keep playing. Blow. You just wanted to kick ass. Yeah, exactly, right? And then when I was at the Smash Invitational, I was playing with a couple of people... And, like, it wasn't just fun. We were also, like, talking business at the same time, yeah. right? It's like, oh, yeah, like, let's play. Like, by the way, like, what are you doing for, like, your accounting finance setup?
1: Like, <laughs> we like, shooting shop. you got to do it these days. It's <laughs> no, just, I know. It's a necessary evil, but it's also kind of, like, it's kind of cool yeah. that you get to do that, go play the game right. that you loved when you were younger and you still love now, and then, seamlessly integrated into your business. What a great framing.
0: So what I was going to say is I just felt a little weird, but you're right. Part of weird can be good. Yeah. All of us who grew up watching SpongeBob and Kinect Store and playing Sonic Adventure Battle 2, we're now old enough to also be friends, but do business with each
1: other. Yeah. And I think... That's one of the things that's coolest about the space that we're in. It's almost everyone that's either a live streamer or a YouTuber has kind of grown up at least in a similar sphere unless they just happen to stumble upon it randomly. Which happens, but it's rare. Yeah, it's very rare. So a lot of people that we interact with there's like a 90% chance yeah. they love at least one thing yeah, we grew true. up with so <laughs>
0: actually like Jimmy even you and I are getting to know each other and I think
1: we already know there's
0: like this shared base of like cultural understanding that we grew up on <laughs> yeah it's like already very clear just from the references and I just think I guess to your point that is cool because like I grew up with you know parents me like oh like one day you're gonna have to get like a real job right like you can't just like play video games and it's like Actually no, like this psych. Yes, psych, this this matters. Yeah.
1: No, I, I I fought tooth and nail with uh mostly my stepdad on how much time screen time I could have and uh things like that. And I'm sure most kids had oh yeah, you know, the tug of war of, oh no, like come on, like I gotta play this game, my friends are on or you know, Joey's mom lets him play four yeah, hours. Like, go Why live with Joey's mom if you want to Yeah, right. But it's like this industry is so new, you know, you can't really blame the parents, but at I the know. same time, like, damn, if we knew <laughs> what we know now, it's <laughs> like, oh, I would have played more games.
0: <laughs> no, see, I was thinking the same way. It's like I didn't need to like go study math. I just wish I gotten better at Super Smash Brothers exactly. melee. Do you ever have you ever had a moment where you've gone back to your stepdad? You're like, FYI, like this is like what I do now
1: for a living, so it was very relevant. <laughs> um, he's he's not really in the picture much more. Uh, but I think he kind of got like a glimpse yeah. when I first started gaining traction of like, oh, like great. I mean, at the end of the day, to his credit, I think yeah. he just wanted me to be successful, like all all parents or even step parents yeah. generally do. Uh, but the, the path, the, the paths have split much more these days. It is not just like one, two or three. It is, you know, the sky's the limit with what you can make money on. I had, um,
0: one, I, I love that two Yeah. I had a similar experience. So I like at one point tried. So before I started this company, carrot, working in the creator industry, I like told my dad what I wanted to do. Right. And before before starting Carrot, I had a very traditional life, Jimmy. Like I wanted to do these things and I was afraid. Like mm-hmm. I went to Harvard, I worked in investment banking, I worked at Facebook. These are very like check the box, like, yeah. oh, like white picket fence type yeah. things. Like really
1: exciting and good stuff, but but not not, not what I not where your heart was. Not what I wanted to do. And I was
0: actually really getting miserable. And mm-hmm. so I just quit my job at Instagram and like started doing therapy and it came with all these realizations, like I have to find something in this space I actually care about. Yeah. And, you know, I want to, you know, I kind of knew my parents would to love it, but I did tell my dad, like, this is the play. Like, I'm going to, like, go build financial products for, like, streamers, account Like, I'm going to be, like, an accountant for YouTubers. And he was just like, like what? WTF? <laughs> like, this isn't a thing? And I think, to your point, at the end of the day, like, everything's just so different. It's like, it doesn't even matter, right? I talk to people in the older generation, they don't get it, but, like, this is our generation now.
1: Yeah. I think I think some of the older generation doesn't even realize not nece- not o- not only how much money yeah. is in this uh, field like, in this Jimmy, scene. Millions of people watch you. Yeah, it's crazy. It's wild. It's still wild to me. Yeah, yeah but not even that. Just like how uh, how much potential, yeah. especially with like TikTok taking yeah. over, how much potential social media from like giving power to smaller influencers really has to, like, shape the future of entertainment. Oh. You know, like, Hollywood will probably continue on and always kick right. for a long time, but, you know, especially with, you know, you've got people like Ludwig doing these yeah. huge events that are rivaling, like, TV numbers and stuff like Absolutely. that. It's It's kind of, like, shocking to see <laughs> how much potential it really has.
0: So one, one thing you said that's really interesting, I have talked to a number of different creators, and it's sort of, like, because this is so new, there's so many different places you can take it, right? Ludwig has expressed on stream, he doesn't want to create content forever explicitly. Yeah. He doesn't think he can. He really wants to go into these events, into off-brand, because that's where he sees the future. I know creators for them, the end game actually is to get into Hollywood. I also know creators for him, the future's actually, no, I want to build a business, like a brand around my content. And I've met creators who, I want to build a business that has nothing to do with content creation, like real estate, right? And so yeah. all of those, like, oh, like, Creator events, like going into Hollywood, like creator business, just like totally separate business. And I've met creators who are just like, no, I just want to keep doing what I'm doing like every single day. Yeah. What, what do you feel like for you when you think of
1: your dream, your vision, right? Mm-hmm. What are you, you thinking about what you want to hit? I think the last couple of years, it's been kind of evolving. Um, yeah. I think for a while, I just wanted to do straight up content yeah. for as long as I could and then Uh, my vision was that, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do this for as long as it makes sense. And then at some point, if either I feel like I want to retract or maybe my relevance is just kind of slowly, but surely falling off as, as it does to lots of people. Um, you know, it's, it's almost, I, I, I can't think of more than 10 people off the top of my head who have stayed relevant for like, yeah. like highly relevant like for like five, years. Like 10 years. Markiplier. Yeah. You defy, like, yeah. People can do it, but is it, you, you can't plan for that kind of thing. Right. So I was like, okay, you know, like whenever it makes sense for me, I'll draw back and I'll use everything I've learned and I'll go join up on a, on a company and I'll mm. maybe be, you know, uh, do like a talent, uh, What's it called i can't think of the word but like join like maybe like an agency and yeah. help talent like a up and coming thing. yeah up Incubator. and coming talent yeah teach them everything that i've learned and help other people coming like back that. to help uh build their careers and you know use my entire career kind of as a platform to I stand on that. to say hey i did a lot of things made a lot of mistakes yeah. did a lot of things right had my fair share of success let me pass on whatever I know. And obviously, I'm not like, you know, I don't know everything in the space. Sure, and I, I haven't had the most success compared to some. But I think, you know, experience uh, is experience. Yeah. First of all, you were very humble. Second, millions of people watch
0: you. Third of all, uh, Jimmy, there's going to be a generation of people where they're going to have a podcast 30 years from now. And instead of talking about like Sonic and like his next story, you would be like, yeah, remember like Jimmy here?
1: And, like, the memes and kind of he would make, yeah, I remember that. And they're going to be talking is, about you the same way weird we're reality. talking about yeah. this. I, I mean, one of, the, one of the biggest things that's wild to me is I asked my Twitch chat once. I yeah. was like, guys, yeah. just like I would come to school and talk to my friends when I was in middle school and high school about, like, you know, the newest WoW expansion that just got yep. announced or the newest episode of the show and we would meet together. I was like, do any of you guys... <laughs> Come to school on Thursday after I upload on Wednesday. And say, Wednesday. did you Something see like the meme that made Jimmy laugh, <laughs> yeah. or did you did you see you know this or that with Jimmy's channel? And a lot of people were like, "Yes, I literally yeah. do that." Or pe- I'll have people like tweet me and be like, "Me and my girlfriend finally met up uh, for the first time, and we can finally watch Jimmy here in person together rather That's than same. on a call." And I'm like, "What the hell?" People people wow. like actually have these like formative experiences with me, with my content. And it's going to be something they remember. And that, that's honestly just like, that puts a huge smile on my face. It's so cool to have. That's that incredible. Kind of- you were
0: literally bringing people together. They are coming together and talking about their experiences with you as a way to connect with each other. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool that's as pretty. Yeah. That's pretty cool. All right. Let's do, let's do a question. That's yeah. a lot for like question one. <laughs> yeah. No, I think we're ready in. for level two. You mm-hmm. want to pull out a level two card? Yeah. Just like... Yeah, just go go for it, random. Chat, this is not pre-selected. Let fate decide. And then, am I reading yeah. this? Yeah, oh, for some reason, that's level one. <laughs> oh. I clearly didn't sort them correctly. That's okay, all right.
1: Is this level two? That's level two. Yeah, just read it out to me. We might have already kind of gone over this. Yeah. So, I might want to pick another one. But Hit it says, what it. is a dream you've let go of? So, I know that you kind of... I mean, I, I could dive into my wait, end this, of that, but you this, kinda, Wait, this, this is a good one. It's a good one. Sir. So this is different from
0: the dream that you have. It's the dream you've let go of. Yeah. That you've surrendered. Yeah.
1: What's that for you? Um, I wanted to be in either the animation field or the gaming sphere. Uh, video games, obviously, huge part of my life. I yeah. have a World of Warcraft tattoo. Oh, that is cool. I grew up on it, so I was... I've always been, you know, the creative type. So I was like, uh, you know, I used to draw all the time, too. I I actually went to um, a few different colleges for art just to see what I liked and never really went anywhere. A lot of it was because of my academic struggles and just keeping up was always really hard for me. Um, But then I ended up realizing, like, I don't think I have the patience to develop this mm. skill set that is required to work on these high-end games, mm. you know, like 3D modeling, like, you need to work on that for years before you can provide anything of value to these big companies or even even smaller companies. And so I could have pursued it, but it was just overwhelming. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be, and it was really hard to, uh, I guess, let that go, um, especially because... I didn't really have a fallback. This was before mm. my uh, dive into social media. Really, like I had done a little bit of live streaming, experienced a mild amount of success, but the area that I was in in my life didn't. I didn't have the time for that. Yeah, and so to leave school was really daunting because I was like, I was literally at a point where I was like, well, now that I've pulled from this, like, what's next? I had to literally start thinking like, okay, am yeah. I going to go get like a business degree? Do yeah. I need to? kind of like go back to one of those main paths and um i kind of almost did and in another universe i might have but then i kind of got a little lucky worked a little hard and started building my social media stuff so is uh it's a a scary thought really to think that i could be doing something that would be a lot more soul draining than what i'm doing now because my previous job definitely did not make me happy, so. Wow. Yeah. I actually worked with my brother at a anti-aging skincare startup, which is yeah. now, they're, that company is doing really well. Okay. I was We were in a small little <laughs> office with a yeah. little uh, garage life. in the back thing, and now they have a giant facility, and they're doing, I probably could have grown with that. Sure. Might have been exciting, but it was making me a very unhappy version of myself. Yeah, it's so. not what you wanted to do. Right.
0: I feel like. That really resonated with me. I feel like there's this constant tension where we come into this world, and it's like here are the things that like you want to do, and then traditionally the world has come and said, okay, and here's like the circle of things that you can do to support yourself as a human being, <laughs> and like, good luck trying to find the overlap, right? Where you know you're gonna maybe just have to have what you like to do as a hobby because it's not gonna be something you can actually support yourself with, and I feel like part of that is we sort of touched upon it, like previous generations having different conceptions of how the world works. I think part of it, like you mentioned, right? Like, hey, you were having trouble in school. And to me, I see that as like an indictment of the education system. Like what a sad occurrence that you clearly have so much creative storytelling power in you. Like there's nothing that's a better testament than kids literally talking about you when they come into school. And they're like, did you just see the last chimney here? video. And to think that they have arbitrarily said, Oh no, but like, it doesn't matter if you're good at that. Like you need to be good at like calculus. right? (laughs) Like that's what you need to be good at in order to get to do these other things like that. That's just sad. And it makes me think of all like the wasted potential and opportunities. And that's why I similarly feel very moved that you found another way to carry on that dream of Hey, this is still a way for me to get to do what I want to do.
1: Yeah, that's some kind of incredible, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really exciting. And yeah, with what you said about the uh, the education system, like it, it's yeah. it's really silly to me that um, you'll go through school, yeah, and you'll have uh, basically everything kind of lined up for you. Yeah. And then there's kids that uh, show potential in all these different areas, but. You can't expect the teachers to kind of like see that and foster that and care for that. So me and my me and my two or three buddies in I think our junior and senior year of high school, we even even though we didn't have any good cameras, and stuff, we found a camera and we yeah. just started making short skits and little films. Wow. And our teachers were letting us, uh, you know, thank, thank you for them. They were letting us do like our projects by making like videos for them. Yeah. even though it was outside of like. What we were supposed to do, they were they were really kind and would be like, "Yeah, if, as long as you guys have some subject material for this project that in a video, you guys can goof around and do your thing, and uh, as long as I feel like you've learned, yeah, the stuff, like I'll accept that as basically some of your homework." And so we did that for a few things, and a lot of the kids in the school wow. like loved watching our little skits that we would do because we were just we were goofs. Yeah, um, but you got
0: to make something, and
1: you got to have people watch it. Yeah, yeah, and so it, it, it's like as an adult looking back, yeah. it's like, I didn't have anyone, any teachers or any like academic yeah. advisors, uh, notice that and be like, Hey, you guys love this. Why don't you guys uh, go apply t- to film school or yeah. some kind of creative thing? It was always just like, uh, you know, where do you want to go to college? Uh-huh. And, uh, what, what, de- what degree are you going to get? And, um, you know, my mom was always supportive, yeah. so she was like, "Yeah, if you want to go get an art degree, go, go get for an art it. degree." Yeah. And I was like, "Cool, I think that's what I want to do." But like, I, I didn't, I didn't really have somebody that was there to be like, "I see this creativeness, I see what you're doing. Yeah. Why don't you try exploring these different areas?" And uh, I, wow. luckily, I found my way back to it. But it was uh, that. That's one of the things that is kind of just sad about the general yeah. school experiences, um, you're, you're kind of suppressed almost with what makes you happy or what you excel in naturally. And it's kind of a bummer, yeah. but I think everyone kind of finds their way. Some people, maybe not so much, but it's just how it is.
0: Well, that's why I think it's so powerful that you mentioned you want to be a coach, a mentor to help be there for others as you didn't feel yourself in that moment. Yeah. Because you have figured out a way to do this anyways and it was hard. I heard you just say like you were at this startup skincare job and like not happy. Yeah. <laughs> like also like this whole generation, you know, maybe these younger generations maybe a little different. I know like 18, 19-year-olds who have like millions of followers in their channels. But like for you it's not like social media was like, oh yeah, wow, like let me just like become a social media creator and influencer. <laughs> like, yeah. sure, I'll I mean, designers
1: were barely a thing when I went yeah. viral on Vine. It was, I mean, YouTubers was starting to become more of a thing, and you could see that. Oh, yeah. these people are making careers out like, of it. Oh, but it's it like was
0: kind of a thing. It was
1: still pretty fresh. Yeah. Um. And so, you know, but you could see the like the 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 gears were always turning. I would yep. come home, you know, from a long day at work, and be like. I want to make a vine. <laughs> yeah. I just want to goof around, and there was no like strings attached. There was no expectations. I was yeah. just, it was me. So early, it was just me goofing around, and so I. Th- I it, that's one. That's one thing that I kind of am glad that I still, yeah. like, I. am st- glad I still kept that part of me. Yeah. Because if I had just settled, done yeah, my thing, never would have ca- came home and nah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna play games and watch TV like and just. Vibe, But no, I was like, I want to still do something creative because it was, it was like that itch. I still wanted to do it. And it turned out blossoming into something really awesome. I think that
0: creative energy, like that is the most precious part of being a human that I want to, for myself, try and preserve as long as possible. That feeling of just wanting to do something. And I think, again, to your point on like the fact that you were making short skits on video as like a high school kid, like that's an outlier. Like that's remarkable. Like most kids don't do that, right? Yeah. And it's scary to think that I think in this world, and it's beginning to change, a lot of times it's like the system almost stamps it out of you because it's so focused on not the spirit of education, which is giving you the time and resource to explore what you want to do, but on the strictly worded, oh, hit these test scores, check off these boxes. Yeah, In a way, ironically destroying the very motivation that it was meant to support.
1: Yeah. It's very, very cookie cutter and it's very formulaic, uh, which humans for the most part aren't and it makes sense why it is the way it is sure. but it makes you wish or hope that the future of education becomes a little more you know you can move yeah. it around a bit you can take a piece up here move it over here or replace some you know math course with some you know acting course well like, that's also like the beauty of like all these platforms now YouTube Twitter
0: Twitch TikTok Instagram like look they have their problems but what they made it easier was if you make content and people find it funny or they appreciate it and they learn from it, it's going to blow you up. Mm. It's going to be hard. There's a lot of luck involved. But like this is now a thing. Yeah. And that's in a way a much pure distillation than like, oh, go and convince like the three people in Hollywood that you get to do this. And I think it's only going to get easier. This is what you said about TikTok. Yeah. Easier than ever now for people to find something that other people appreciate. Anyone and start can be watching. Seen. Yep. That's kind of huge. And yeah, one day, like I said, thirty years from now, there's going to be a podcast fan. I was like, yeah, I was like watching Jimmy and I saw what he did. And yeah. I was like, I, I want to do that one day.
1: As much as it is really exciting, yeah, the TikTok and uh, it's so easy to be seen. It's also kind of daunting yeah. in a couple ways. I think starting new is yeah. like, okay, you are now <laughs> an true. even tinier fish in a gigantic it's pond of everyone angry. wanting to be seen. Uh, so that's kind of spooky, but then also, you know, y- you've got. I think you know in school, I can't imagine kids. You you've got a kid who's like, yeah. oh yeah, I've got a hundred thousand on TikTok, and this other <laughs> kid sitting here, he's like, well, I've made five, and you know, I have fifty followers, and he's sitting there like, like there's f- f- so feel much shit. pressure now. Yeah, which it's it's also exciting, but it's also I think probably scary.
0: Okay, a few a few thoughts. Like, for you, like, how did you handle this? Because you, too, once upon a time, had no followers. Yeah.
1: I, my my initial uh, foot in the water was... Interesting. Uh, there was an app called iFunny, which is just kind of like a meme wasteland now. And <laughs> it was never really a great app. Sure. But, you, you know, if you want to see memes, popped on iFunny. Yeah, yeah. You can see some memes. I started posting uh, League of Legends stuff. Yeah. Just memes of League of Legends. Nice. And uh, then when I started to get, like, a little bit of following, because people were like, oh, you
0: know, oh, I like League.
1: I'll follow this yeah. guy. Uh, then I started doing more like creative stuff where like other league of legends accounts that were based on like Mm. champions, we would, it's kind of cringy and it really is. Uh, we would do like rap battles in character where we would just make a post calling out one of the other accounts with a rap and then expect them to reply. And it's really dorky, but it was fun. And so people started to follow. And then I started integrating that with, Hey guys, you're following me for league well, I started live streaming League, yeah. and then I would start to get a few viewers here and there, and then I started doing little tournaments. Uh-huh. And I actually, at one point back in, I think, 2012, I was getting over 100 viewers on Twitch, mm-hmm. which was pretty it's decent. Really good. Just because I was doing tournaments, and I had no money, but I was like, okay, we'll do like a $50 uh, gift card to whoever wins the tournament. Yeah, and God, people damn. would show <laughs> up, and it was, it was, it was fun. Um, and that was my first... You know experience with social media but yeah. then i had to retract because uh, I, I got married and worked wow. full time there was not a lot of hey i'm gonna go live for a few hours hey, in my day um, so i had to really pull back and it's kind of interesting to think imagine if i had got down that route like <laughs> what if i was a league of legends streamer totally different i would be style. so sad but no it, <laughs> all, all jokes aside i i that was my first dive in and then it wasn't until a little bit later that vine started to become more popular and right. I was like oh I can I can be a goof for 6 seconds at a time and it's not a lot of effort and I don't care who sees it it's just going to be fun um I feel so like, that was like my second journey
0: It's like two things you said there is really one is like yeah like you really you were really focused right it was like call out rap battles for league of legends players yeah Right.
1: just very niche stuff. No, but like, that's how
0: like Ludwig was like super smash brothers commentating. Mm-hmm. You, you know, like that's how it all I feel starts. like a
1: lot of people like <laughs> just do this thing that they're super passionate yep. about and then it accidentally unfolds into something bigger, yeah, which is exciting.
0: Like, when you allude to your second career on Vine, like you would already been making content, you know, like it's not like, I think the store's like, oh yeah, Jimmy just like one day just like recorded. No, like you would have been making content for a while and all that. Mm-hmm. That's unconscious. It's like a skill. Yeah i love that man yeah so, and
1: it was a very it was a very natural one and uh one one thing is that before we move on is actually there, yeah. there's two two people um that also started on i funny kind of with me and we were like not they weren't oh, like wow. league creators but we were like mutuals because there were a few like big accounts on there yeah, yeah. and uh i don't know if you know weist and yeah. eddie Burback. Z- Z- Okay,
0: first of all, Zach also works with Waste. Yep. Yeah, Waste and I have been friends for a while. Yeah, and I, I've met Eddie Verback. He his Rainforest Cafe. I mm-hmm. went and visited sixty Rainforest Cafe videos. Yep. Yeah, no, I've no, right yeah, both. we
1: we we have all been you know in the know with each other since from the iFunny funny I date. See, it, which that, is wild. That's another
0: great example. Who would have thought? Like, I I also watch Eddie's content, right? Mm. Like, who would have thought Eddie started on
1: iFunny? Yeah, it's wild, and it, it, it's funny because it's like. I think when we like see each other we're like oh we are like the ones that made it the out ones of the ones who trenches. survived like real we nose pulled real. ourselves out <laughs> of like that disgusting meme you know platform and actually uh, you know made something of ourselves no, it,
0: it's like right you always like there's just driving like anime or like fantasy right there's like oh the people who grew up on the right side of the tracks and then there's like the f-ing, like dumpster pit and it's, like, the people who, like, crawled it out. Like, I, yeah. I was part of iFunny. I've, I've made it
1: to the other side. Yeah. it's a It was a weird world we were in back then. Because we were literally, wow. like, you know, that that was, like, a platform to grow on back yeah. then. Yeah. Like, I've
0: never heard of iFunny. And I yeah. consider myself pretty connected on this stuff. Yeah. Do you ever just have catch-up with them and you're just like, yeah, like, remember those days?
1: A lot of times, <laughs> like, if, if we're hanging out and we're talking long enough, someone will be like, hey remember when we were yeah. on iFunny yeah. and we're like bro <laughs> like, no it's the shared story you got to remember where you came from though I so love that. it is what it is
0: i uh first of all like can't believe like iFunny if you're watching or listening this like you've made a difference <laughs> maybe today it's not Somehow, a thing yeah. anymore but once upon a time <laughs> kind of amazing right yeah. second I, I was gonna say i feel like um You were asking me this question, too. It was a dream that you've let go of. Mm. So for me, I actually also wanted to make content. (laughs) Right. (laughs) To be a creator, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't even, but for me, it was so early, I didn't even know, like, the word creator, right? There's just a part of me, it was like, I want to speak. I want to entertain, you know? Like, kind of yourself, you said you realized, like, oh, hey, like, I'm wearing my Pikachu hat. Like, people find this funny. They're, like, laughing. They put in a Facebook group. I remember I in high school started to do like a lot of debate and public speaking. And I had similar moments of like, oh, like people like listening to me and they're saying mm-hmm. like good job. Like, you know, I felt that similar validation, attention, that yeah, validation. I yeah. was like, oh, like I I like this. Like obviously I like it because people seem to like it, but I also just like it for its own sake. I enjoy doing this. Yeah. And yeah, I could just not see how this could be a living, like in any possible way, like whatsoever. Right. And I was really focused on checking all those boxes, right? I was pretty scared of, like, venturing outside of them. And so I think, yeah, a dream i like let go of was just, like, in any way getting to, like, be in this world at all. And yeah. then I feel like now I'm getting to feel parts of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, in some ways, Carrot it was me coming from that background in tech and finance, knowing and consuming massive amounts of content and following all these different creators and be like, Oh, here's a way I can help. I can like basically do like their accounting, their taxes, their business part for them. And now like, I do feel grateful, like as part of carrot, like, Hey, it's actually really important to what we do that like people are vaguely familiar with us in this space. Yeah. Like it turns out the number one thing to what we do is actually trust. Right. If no one's ever heard of you and a guy comes up and he's like, Hey, you like want help with your taxes? You're like, no, screw off. Right. Right. And it turns out what really helps to trust is like, actually, Oh, we should make content and then. I like sort of backwards found like a business justification would have with for what I've wanted to do all along. Like, I I love this, like just getting to even just talk with you about these things. I'm like listening. you. I'm like, this is so cool. And I get to like listen here and talk with you about it. And so I don't think um I think a dream I let go of was getting to do this sort of thing. And so I don't think I've let go of it. I think I've just found a different kind of way on the back burner yeah and a different way of like trying to get to it in one
1: way or another yeah you, you found another way and yeah that was that worked really well for you and now you're kind of like Ooh. I'm trying I'm trying Um all right oh, let's do, cool. let's like do level three
0: I think, I think I think I think we're ready I think we're ready. we are got we got a lot <laughs> okay here here's the level three for you Jimmy okay what answer of mine made you light up
1: hmm I think pretty much what you're just talking about, because in a lot of ways, it's it's how I feel about the the space that I'm in as well. So it's kind of like I see in you what you really wanted and how you kind of uh, found another way there is for me the same thing. Because when I was younger with my friends, we were making videos, you know, I was watching YouTube way back when I was wanting desperately to somehow feel like okay maybe i could be involved in that someday maybe i could meet these people someday that i watch all the time and look up to and i know a lot of people get like a little bit jaded once they've seen everyone been everywhere but like for me you know i i can handle those situations a little less fanboy now but it's still just like I, I can kind of self-reflect and be like, wow, like I actually get to be in this room with these people and I am mm. a peer rather than a fan or something that. of that sort. And so that's really what I always strived for. And I think in a sense that you get to experience yeah, the same thing that, that you too. wanted. You get to, um, you get to talk to people, you get to help people and be in this space yeah, get and be
0: in this world.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think that's really what I wanted a hell of a lot too. Um, growing up in school, I was always kind of like on the threshold yeah. of like, uh, almost popular kid, but definitely not like a little right. too weird and quirky and dorky to be right. a popular kid. But like, you know, you're climbing and you can almost see the other side but not wow. quite so there was always that sense of uh wanting to belong mm. uh not that i wanted to necessarily be popular yeah, but, you but i wanted to feel the community I, I wanted to be validated for my sense of humor or validated yeah. for my sense of friendship or uh the ways that i helped people and stuff like that i was never like oh yeah i want to yeah go stand with the cool kids and, like, do what you they do. You wanted to be recognized and appreciated. I wanted to be, I wanted be me, yeah. but also be kind of, like, looked up to, I think. Yep. I think that's what it always came down to is I, I wanted to be validated and looked up to uh, for the things that I saw as important to me yeah. in my life, like comedy and making people laugh and uh, supporting people. Um, I think, I think that's really why back then and to this day i really want to be the best that i can be Mm -hmm. whether it's with my friends with my family or with the people that watch my content i really just want to be uh looked at maybe as a beacon for the values and the things that i really want to promote and um to have that to have that opportunity and to be in the space is still just genuinely exciting for me do you feel that appreciation now yeah all the time
0: (laughs) you're just like you're just like yes straight up yes (laughs) i I mean
1: yeah like it it's it's hard for me to like wake up in the situation that i'm in and not be reminded of like kind of Mm. the wild nature of what i'm doing Mm -hmm. and who i'm interfacing with on a daily basis and you know sometimes I'll just like, it'll feel like this is normal, but then right. pretty consistently it's like, oh shoot, I'm doing this. Huh. Oh shoot. I'm hanging out with this person. And you know, everyone's human of course, but there's people that, you know, I, I even still look up to that they might even look up to me and they don't yeah. even know I look up to them. Like it's cool. that cause we're mutual friends, we're peers, we hang out. It's, It's no big thing, but secretly it is kind of a big thing. You respect what they do. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. So I've still got that, like, I think what I would call like that childlike wonder of like, holy crap. I mean, Jimmy, I
0: feel that now, even getting stuck with you. And so I know exactly what you mean.
1: Yeah. So that's why I was feeling like that. (laughs) I was resonating with you on that because I've always been, I think, a little bit more. I've protected my childlike nature, I think, a lot. And I fostered it with through cartoons and games yeah. and just being a goof. Uh, I really think that's an important I part of Precious, pressure.
0: right? Cuz when you're a kid, you do things as you like to do them. Yeah. <laughs> Before the rest of the world comes and said you should do this or you should do yeah. that. I also I similarly try and hold on to that as much as possible.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, growing up is important and yeah. there's things that you have to learn and have to do, but if you can kind of keep a lot of yourself as you were when you were a kid, just like the wonder and the yeah. kindness and lack of judgment. I think those are really valuable things to try to hold on to as much as you can while still being responsible. I feel like you've
0: articulated exactly why like eight year old me was terrified by like these kids next door characters, like mm-hmm. just growing up and becoming the enemy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of that. It's for like sure. that intuitive sense of like, I wanna hold on to this. Yeah, I'll say for me, actually very similar. When you talked about how we're like, yeah, you, At one point you were just like, oh, like school, I don't know how I'm feeling about it. Like, is this social media thing? Like, is it going to work out? Like, is this like a thing? Yeah. I think I really felt connected to you there because like, yeah, like it is kind of wild. Like you found a way to like make a living as a creator and like that is really new. And I can only imagine like that. I bet that was really hard and scary. Those really early days to be like, can I do this?
1: Like, yeah. I mean, I still remember when I quit that job, it was terrifying. (laughs) because i was making as much from social media as i was from the job so it was like okay technically i'm making like double rationally yeah yeah. i was making like two times and if i cut the job then i was just making what i was making from the social media And i was like who the hell knows if i'm going to continue making that much or if it's going to go up but i took the leap and i'm glad i did you know there were there was some rocky terrain of course along the way you know, with, with Vine going viral, I consider right. it like, uh, you know, I was shot up to the top of a mountain and then had a kind of scary decline down yeah. for a little while. And then when I discovered you laugh, you lose stuff, and the other stuff I'm doing now, it's been a climb back up again. Nice. But I think, I think that whole situation was really humbling because it was like. Here, be thrust into everyone's. You know, be, you're in the spotlight. And like now, no, yeah. now like I was like, what do I do with it? And I fumbled to find right, what right. worked for a long time and almost quit. And then Whew. found what worked again and found what really felt like me, which is I think the best part. You know, doing the Vine stuff, the skit stuff was fun, right. and uh, it wasn't. It wasn't where I I felt like I belonged though. Yeah. It was like acting is fun, but. I like being me and with, with the stuff that I do on my channel now I can really just be me. And that's, I think the best part because I feel like I had to go through that self discovery journey of like finding myself again after I've experienced a little bit of success and then working my way back up. It was kind of, um, I think like a second come up story for me that I, I I needed for myself, especially at that point in my life. So
0: I get it. I feel like there's a balance. So Jack Conti, the founder of Patreon, said this, The balance between what you want to do and what people want to see, yeah, (laughs) and trying to like find that overlap,
1: (laughs) yeah. And I think I found a pretty damn good medium. Um, And there's a lot of stuff that I still want to try. You know, I've got stuff in the works that uh, I've been planning with my team for a long time. We've we've got new new stuff that we're going to be launching soon, and it's still very similar to what I feel like I need to do. What's great for me, Um, and so fingers crossed for success there. But I'm still always finding my way. And I think that's one of the best parts about social media is like you have total creative freedom Mm. to kind of, you know, what works and you know what you want to do and finding that middle ground and finding success with it is very daunting, but it's also very exciting because you get to do what you want to do. Let's
0: do one more question. Level
1: three, you pick it out.
0: I'll call it on this is level three?
1: This is level three. Ooh, I like this one. What do you think my weakness is? Ooh, okay. That's a tough one.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking.
1: Because you have to kind of call somebody out.
0: For sure. Hmm. I think. So I feel I have learned so much about you beyond the one liner. Oh, here's like Jimmy's here. Like, you might know him for his meme. <laughs> and like, oh, he's funny. He makes videos about being funny. Right. I think the earnestness with which you've described this whole like, theme throughout what we've talked about today. It's like, hey, remember when you're a kid to hold on to that really precious sense of just having fun and doing the things that you like to do throughout an educational system that might not appreciate you through a working world that doesn't necessarily know how to support you in those talents, through navigating how to enter this world and then how to stay on top of it. This is a whole nother side of you that I... Did not know or appreciate about you. And so for me, that weakness, I want to hear more of that, this very serious, earnest and thoughtful side of you. Because, you know, Jamie, we haven't talked a ton before today. Right. And again, that's the whole point of why I want to do this. Cause I feel like yeah. I know you so much better now.
1: No, for sure. But like, you know, i got going to pick
0: up one of these packs. I love it. Like we, we didn't like talk. We did like interact, right? Yeah. We've like had conversations and I, I never felt like you expressed this side of yourself. So I don't know if it's a weakness, but I think it's not something that you led with Mm. or gave me a sense that you've worked really hard and thoughtfully to get to where you are now and how you think about it, right? It was always more just like, yeah, like I make YouTube videos and like views and, I think I want to hear, and I bet others too want to hear more of this side of yourself, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm, I'm feel like I'm sensing this whole narrative arc for you as a person, right? Culminating now in you doing what you want to do, and one day mentoring and supporting those to be there, the way that you didn't have someone there when you mm-hmm. were coming up yeah. and recognizing that creativity. I'm like seeing this very powerful story.
1: Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely hard to to lead with that because I, I, I don't think, and it's, it's probably similar for a lot of creators. Yeah. I'm sure some it's easier than others, but I think, uh, with any pursuit, there's struggle. And yeah. in my situation, you know, I've been, I've been doing content at least since the vine days, since Years. 2016. Yeah. So over that period of time, it's definitely not been a cakewalk. And i I know some people have seen at yeah. least a little bit in depth too. uh, not only what I've gone through on the content side of things with like the ebbs and flows of success and failures, but also the stuff that's been on the more personal side, uh, that, that I don't share a lot with people and I feel honored to, yeah, yeah. well, I mean, it's, it's something that I'm more than comfortable to talk about with anyone that might be wanting to listen because yeah, there's, there's a bit of depth to it and there's uh, there's yeah. a, a bit to learn from it. I, I learned from it still all the time. So, uh, honestly, the opportunity to get to express that story and my experiences is, yeah, I love that. So <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think like when in, in a normal setting, like yeah. at a convention or it's at harder, a, at a party, um, I think people might see like, Oh, you know, that's Jimmy. He had the meme and now yeah. he's doing like, his, oh, laugh, he laughed, like, yeah, like, yeah. And I mean, that's all fair game. Uh, yeah. but I think, like like most people, it's uh, once you really get to sit down and talk and see, like, oh, how did you actually get here? Like, what what did you what did it take? Yeah, what what did it cost or what did you learn? I I think I think those are things that are uh, probably really seldom talked about with content creators, and I think I think it is really cool. You know, makes you wonder who else has some crazy story or yeah i'm I'm just saying this is like
0: really powerful unified theme for you right and i think just that's why you want to one day support and incubate others
1: yeah no that's that's one of the biggest things for me if i if if i can help even it goes back to me wanting to make people smile or laugh or whatever Mm. if i can even help one person realize or actualize their dreams like hell yeah like i love it Sweet. Well, all right, Jimmy. Thanks so much for making yeah, time today. Of all course. Right. Yeah. Thanks for Jimmy, having give, me. Give That's me a great. Give me a Hell yeah.